Well, hello everyone. Let's talk Ravens. Gonna dig right into it, as we often do. A lot of these are stats-based. A lot of you like it, some of you get a little overwhelmed, so be it. But I think it's a really good snapshot of the opponent, as well as where the Steelers fit in. So the Ravens have outscored their opponents by 41 points. Steelers are minus 38 in point differential. You know, Baltimore has scored 27 more points than the Steelers and have allowed 42 fewer on the season. The Ravens have scored eight more touchdowns through four weeks than their collective opponents. Just think, think about that. Every game they play, they score two more touchdowns than the team they're playing against. Baltimore produces 7.6 yards per passing attempt and allows just 4.9 yards per attempt through the air. Huge discrepancy in terms of what are they're producing and allowing in the passing game. Steelers average 6.85 average depth of target is the sixth lowest in the NFL. The Ravens, though, are the seventh lowest. However, the Steelers' defense is facing the highest average depth of target in the NFL. So Steelers' opponents are throwing deep against them. Steelers' offense has the eighth most yards after the catch this year. Baltimore's has the fifth fewest. The Ravens have outrushed their opponents by 235 yards this year, over four games. Pittsburgh has been outrushed by their opponents by 279 yards. Only three offenses have more rushing yards than Baltimore, and only three have fewer than the Steelers. guess that's not that surprising, but uh, it's pretty important. Pittsburgh's opponents have produced 32 more first downs than the Steelers. Think about that. Steelers are plus three in turnover ratio, while Baltimore has given the ball away as many times as they have caused a turnover, so they're even Steven. The Ravens generate 0.39 points per play compared to 0.27 by Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Baltimore's defense gives up just 0.21 points per play compared to 0.35 from the Steelers' defense. Baltimore is scoring in the red zone 80% of the time compared to 40% for the Steelers. The Ravens' opponents are scoring in the red zone just 30% of the time compared to 64% for the Steelers' defense. The Steelers are being penalized 4.8 times per game. Only the Jags and Jets are fewer. Baltimore is being penalized seven times per game. Only six teams are being penalized more often. The Steelers' opponents are being penalized 8.5 plays times per game. Only Washington's opponents are higher. So not only are the Steelers not getting penalized, their opponents have been. Hmm. Pittsburgh possesses a ball for just over 26 minutes a game. Only the Jets are lower. The Ravens' projected starters from the beginning of the season have missed a total of 26 games already due to injury. And there's some big-name dudes, Marcus Robinson, Stanley, etc. Steelers and Ravens have played four straight games that have been decided by a field goal or less. All right, quick break, quick drink for me, and we will talk about when the Steelers have the football. As you can probably gather, a lot of these stats aren't going to be real flattering for your Pittsburgh Steelers. They average 4.6 yards per play. 
the Ravens allow just 3.8 yards per play, tied for San Francisco for best in the league. The Ravens' defense is third best in points allowed per game, as well as opponents' yards per game. The Steelers use 11 personnel, one back, one tight end, at the NFL's sixth highest rate. But over just under 96% of the Steelers' offensive snaps have either been 11 personnel or 12 personnel. Might be time to mix things up a little. Baltimore's defense is seeing 11 personnel over 83% of the snaps. That's the highest percentage any defense is seeing against any personnel grouping in the entire league. So everyone is attacking the Ravens with three wide. Only the Giants offense has a lower EPA per play than Pittsburgh, and only two are lower in EPA per pass. Three teams are worse in EPA per rush. The Ravens defense is third best in EPA per play behind Cleveland and Dallas. They are fourth in EPA per pass and fifth in EPA per rush. Looks a little one-sided. So last year when Kenny started, the Steelers averaged 203 passing yards per game. When Mitch Trubisky started, they averaged 202. (laughs) Not a big difference. Only five defenses are surrendering a better completion percentage than Baltimore, and only two defenses have allowed fewer passing touchdowns. The Steelers' completion percentage ranks 29th. The the Steelers are attempting passes of 20 or more yards 6.1% of the time. Only the Giants and Texans are at a lower percentage. Pittsburgh only has eight such attempts through four games of attempts 20 or more yards downfield. Baltimore's 4.9 yards per attempt allowed is the best in the NFL. The Bengals are the only passing attack that has generated a higher percentage of their yardage after the catch than Pittsburgh. Only the Jets have a lower percentage of passes deemed catchable. It's pretty bad. I mean, (laughs) very high uncatchable pass rate from the Pittsburgh Steelers. 48% of the Steelers' dropbacks have been deemed under pressure. That's the highest percentage in the league. Just 22.5% of the Steelers' passing plays have resulted in a first down or touchdown, the lowest rate in the NFL. Calvin Austin has an average depth of target of just under 12 yards. Pickens is at 11. Allen Robinson's at 6.5. Pickens has 75-plus receiving yards in two of his last three games but he has not been targeted 20 or more yards downfield since week one. On throws 10-plus yards downfield to wide receivers, the Ravens allow just 39% of those targets to be completed with zero touchdowns allowed. That's second best in terms of completion, obviously. Baltimore's 4.1 yards allowed per pass is the best in the NFL. The Steelers' offense is 25th. The Ravens' defense is best in the league on a yards-allowed-per-route-run basis. Darnell Washington, who looks like he's going to be starting, right? He's been targeted just once this year. He's run 40 routes. He's gotten targeted once. So, Najee and Warren have each run a pass route on 42% of the Steelers' pass plays this year. Warren's been targeted on 17% of his routes. Harris at just 6%. Only three offenses target their running backs a higher percentage of the time than Pittsburgh, but Warren has 18 receptions this year compared to four for Harris. Only three teams are throwing backs more. 
Baltimore's defense has 15 sacks this season. Eight different Raven defenders have sacked an opposing quarterback this year, but none more than Kyle Hamilton's three. However, no defense in the league has generated more negative yards from sacks than the Ravens. Only five defenses have a worse pressure rate than Baltimore, though. So they have gotten home whenever they have, you know, their sacks. They're not a high pressure team, but they make their pressures count into sacks. That's what I'm saying. 8% of the Steelers' rushing attempts have, ex- have resulted in explosive runs, 15 or more yards. Only Miami and Arizona are higher or only better. better. In terms of missed tackles forced per rushing attempt, there are only five offenses better than Pittsburgh's. 72% of the Steelers' rushing yards have come after first contact. That's the fourth highest percentage in the NFL. No defense is seeing a higher percentage of zone-based run concepts than Baltimore. The Ravens allow 2.6 yards per carry on man-gap concept runs as opposed to 4.1 in zone concepts. Steelers are about 50-50 right now. Hopefully, they have an inkling of this and start running more zone stuff because Baltimore's not as good at it. Um, so, many refer, I think I've told you this. This is crazy. The Many refer to the top 15 offensive plays of the game as the scripted plays. The Steelers are last in the league in EPA for those first 15 plays of a game. They're 20th in the league after the 15th play, but still so bad on the first 15 plays of the game that their EPA total is still 32. You might want to hit rewind on that. Like They're so bad in the first 15 plays that even though they're close to average after that, They're still for the whole season 32nd because they're so dreadful to start the games. 61% of Steelers sets of downs have reached third down. That is the lowest percentage in the NFL. League average is 47.5. 55% of Pittsburgh's set of downs have resulted in a new set of downs. That is also the lowest percentage in the NFL. League average is 70%. The Jets are 31st at 58 they're still noticeably behind the Jets. In the same metric, Baltimore's defense ranks third in the NFL, allowing a set of downs to result in a new set of downs just 61% of the time. Out of the 26 first-half drives, only once did the Steelers' offense drive into the red zone. In the first half of games, Pittsburgh's offense ranks 28th in yards and 25th in points scored. Their first half drives average just 4.3 plays per drive, worst in the league, and they average the highest percentage of three and outs in the first half. The Steelers are only scoring 1.8 points on average in the fourth quarter of games. No team is worse. The Ravens give up just 0.8 points on average in the first quarter of games, best in the league. So not only do the Steelers stink to start games, the Ravens are the best in the league in terms of allowing points early in games. The Steelers' offense has reached the red zone or scored prior on just 14.6% of their drives. That's 31st in the league. Baltimore's defense has allowed opponents to read the red to reach the red zone or score prior on just 20% of their drives, the third lowest rate in the league. Last thing I have for you, I hope I didn't overload you. Last week, and they were winning big, no one in their defensive front, across the whole front, defensive ends, Defensive tackles, nose, whatever. Defensive linemen. None of them played more than 57% of the snaps. Now, they rested some people, but 
They're deep, but they're not loaded with stars. All right, we'll talk to you later. Over and out. <laughs>